And welcome back, or welcome for your first time to the Solving None of the World's Problems podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Toasty. And I'm Lamchas. And we are here to solve none of the world's problems. We try and tackle them, but frankly, we're just not experts. But that's okay. Thanks for joining us nonetheless. And if you have ever have a world problem you think we should tackle, you can always email us at solvingnoneoftheworldsproblems at gmail.com. Or you can even tweet us at Snotwip, S-N-O-T-W-P, on X. All right. I want to start on a bit of a low, sad note so that we can go up from here. I want to talk about that Colorado hiker story you sent my way. Yeah. There was a hiker in Colorado who was missing now for two months. They finally found his body. But the really sad thing... Well, it's sad that he's dead, don't get me wrong. But something that's really sad is that his dog was found beside him alive. The dog managed to survive the two months out there and stay by his owner. Like, that's that's really sad. Yeah, it's so sad, but, the do- you know, dogs. Dogs are loyal. Yep. I mean, um, I'd like to think my cat is loyal, too. But, I mean, you know what? No. Here's the thing. I'm glad that my cat, even if I were to die on him, would do the best he can to survive. I'd want that for him, even if it means eating my face. Yeah, eat my ass. (laughs) I don't know if I'd want to go that far. But, you know, it reminds me of that one episode of Futurama that makes it so sweet where his dog Seymour waits outside um, the pizza place where Fry works. And that song comes on that song, which we can't say too much of because technically copyright and such. But it's like, if it takes forever. And then you can fill in the rest yourself because, again, we're not getting sued. I said that episode was so traumatic. I was a child and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I think it's a good episode too because sometimes you just don't realize that there are people that care about you and do think about you. That is very deep. It's true. My mom is an amazing person and I know she cares about me and she worries about me because that's what moms do. They can't help it. They love their children. Now, let's stay on this topic of death, but move on to something a little bit more fun. You sent me a video from a guy's funeral. You want to explain it? Okay, so there's this video, and it's on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. And basically, it is a funeral, I think. I don't know how to explain it, but everyone... In Ireland, we have this tradition where you have open casket, okay? So... If someone dies, they will be in the living room of their house, you know, and you can see them for the last time. And they'll be there and they'll be dead, obviously, and dressed and usually in the coffin. But this family did it a step further. Not only is it an open casket, but this man is set up. Yeah, yeah, this man is set up in a way that it looks like he's doing deadlifts. Note to self, it wasn't deadlifts. It was bench press. I made a gym error. I am not a avid gym goer, so excuse my error. So yeah, it was bench press. He's lying on a bench press in the gym. In his and finest. I think that was his his last request, though. Is the thing because I doubt a family would do that. Like that's weird for a family to do. I'm not gonna shit talk it because obviously it meant a lot to him. And if that is something that he wanted, fair play, whatever to each their own. It it just it got a weird kind of question oh. going for me i was like well if that's just one thing what well, I, I wanted to find what other ways people have wanted to be remembered or open casket like what crazy stuff like that's pretty wild to me oh absolutely like all the power to him you know what who cares he's dead at that point do what you want i did actually look some up Ooh. so 
Yeah, I I came prepared. So there's 15 here. I don't know if all of them are worthwhile or make sense to me. So one was they take the, the deceased wanted a to to go on a tour of London while they were dead. Okay. So they took him around London, maybe horse and carriage, you know, go full nines and all that. And the horse carriage guy's just like, this is really weird, but I'm getting paid. So whatever. A second one. uh, Doesn't a body deserve a tour? I mean, I guess, but just one quick note. I remember there was this culture in, I don't know if it's like Asia somewhere, and they walked the dead from the house to their grave. I just, anyway, it was just a similar thing. It's like, oh yeah, I want to go on a tour of London. (laughs) To have everyone dress up as clowns for the service. You know what? I can respect that. Yeah, that's not... That's kind of mild. That's just like a funny... Might help, help the sadness go away a little bit easier. Yeah. Now, I don't, I'm not up on my British terms. You might know better. Uh, arrive in an American rig lorry. Is that, isn't that yeah, like a truck or something? It would be like... Because for us, a truck... Like, a lorry is like a big truck you would get, see, like, Walmart truck going across... The highway, you know what I mean? Mm. So it'd be like the Optimus tr- Prime truck, if you get me. Because we don't really have those here. Like, our, lor- mm. our trucks or lorries are very boring compared to the American ones. Uh, it's not boring. It's simple. And it's yeah. rustic. And it's way better than this dumb shit here in North America. But that aside, that's a pretty cool one, though. I mean, you know, Respectful. that's how you want to arrive at your funeral, right? Yeah. Probably a truck driver. Uh, one person had their ashes in a firework. So they could go off with a bang. I like that. That's that's a really cool one. That's a really cool way to spread your ashes. It's a pretty good distance right there. Right? I mean, just make sure you don't open your mouth and catch the ashes. Yeah. That would be really weird. Poor little Johnny on the table. It's like, Mommy, Mommy, it's snowing. No, little Timmy, that, oh. was, Uncle, that was Uncle Tom. <laughs> that was Uncle Tom, Billy. Stop. <laughs> uh, next one, Star Wars theme with Darth Vader as the funeral director. It's okay. It's just I wouldn't do it. That's not for me. It's yeah. I mean, I feel like the clown thing was just humorous. This is just uh, I don't know. You're just really passionate about Star Wars. It's a nerd's dream. A nerd's dreams. Uh, Next one. Attendees had to wear wellies. Isn't that like uh, rubber boots? Yeah, to keep Wellington boots would be just to keep the rain out. I mean, I get it, but why? 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 Um, I. I'd say maybe I'd say it was it would have been like an inside story that maybe the well, family know the, or something. It's possible the guy was just no, well known for wearing wellies everywhere. That too. He's just known for his wellies. Yeah. Uh, the next one's also kind of really dumb and tame. Pets at the funeral. I mean, if uh, I died, I think I'll know my cat. I don't know my cat should attend the funeral. I think. Uh, yeah, weird, I mean, I don't still, think pets pets should be. I don't there, think it's, it's too weird. I mean, like uh, only if it's the owner. If it's the owner that's dead, okay, yes, pets at the funeral, for sure. Whatever you're doing, if you're in a church, they're okay with it. You don't just rock up to a funeral and the poor priest is like, bro, there's like 20 dogs. Uh, Plants and vegetables instead of flowers. I mean, whatever. Uh, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings dress code. Uh, Yeah, that's a bit strange. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, Motorcycle procession is, that's not strange at all. That's just for someone who loves biking. This one, though, beach wear attire. You had to go to, if they wanted them to go to the funeral in a, in your swimsuits. Guess they really like the beach, huh? I'm probably, it's still really weird. I would hate uh, to, uh, they want you to wear your swim trucks to the funeral. Like, no, that's not going to no, happen. No, I feel like, especially you being in 
where you are in Canada, it's minus 30 degrees out and people are rocking in with their shorts. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. There should be that many weird ones out there. Yeah, I still feel like the gym one was really still the very odd. Ah, the tour one, actually. Yeah, they, they're they going to do what they're going to do. Now, there's something you and I had a bit of fun chatting this week about was a plane carrying a horse had to dump 20 tons of fuel and return to New York's JFK airport after one of the horses got loose on board but like hearing about that makes me worry mostly about the horse because it'd be hard for the horse to keep balance and if that horse slips it's breaking a fucking leg yeah, but see the thing easily. that's the difference between me and you you're thinking of the safety of the horse i automatically am thinking how that horse is bringing the plane down i'm sitting that here, horse ain't gonna bring the plane down i know of course not but i'm sitting here thinking okay what is a realistic possible way this horse could do damage I googled the, the how hard a horse can kick and they're not breaking anything in the plane. But yeah, I have that queued up because yeah. the horse kick is twenty is two thousand pounds of force, which is a lot. That'll that horse will fuck you up. But the the plane is mainly made of steel and such. I might be wrong, but steel has a strength psi of twenty five thousand. That horse ain't doing shit to the plane. Yeah, well, it's not full steel because it will fall out of the sky, but it's not. It'll break plastic, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna do any damage. But the theory I came up with is okay. The only way he could do po- any damage to the plane, and this is possible because planes have fell out of the sky because of this, and it's cargo that's not strained properly, or not not secure, not secured properly, or it's overfilled. So the horse potentially, of course, isn't going to happen. Well, the horse potentially could loosen bigger cargo and cause an imbalance, which is severe in aviation terms. Uh, probably, but I doubt it. It's or if, if if a horse can have it loose, make it loose, then they yeah. already didn't secure it properly. They're already doomed to die. The most rational thought is is this horse is an extremist. And he is a part of a group, and he is trained to take this plane down, and it's an inside job. Oh, so he's part of the NARA? Yeah, IRA, Taliban, you name it. He's a part of all the groups. Wow, we're talking about terrorists on a plane jokes right now. This is is excellent. This is definitely going to help us out. No, it's not. It's a jihadi horse. (laughs) A jihorsty. A jihorsty. What's he gonna say? Nay! It just blows up. <laughs> Nehalu Akbar, whatever the fuck they say. I don't know. Ugh. Suicide bombers are crazy, but I mean, it's quite possible. I mean, it's not. It's not easy for a horse to get loose in the first place unless someone yeah. fucked up. And then that means there's someone on the inside. We've always, we've got our we've got our own conspiracy theory going on yeah, here. Yeah. We've got an inside the horse. S- the story never actually. Sh- I don't think it said how the horse got loose, but. I guess the worry is, is that horse technically could have kicked the door down between <laughs> the pilots <laughs> and the, the outside. So he could have just strolled in there and pointed the plane in any direction. I mean, he was a failed jihadi horse. We know that because the pilots were ever able to tell the tale. If that was a well-trained horse, that horse could have snapped their neck so quickly. It's like John Wick of a horse. He just, he was ready. He wasn't ready, clearly, because they <laughs> they were able to dump the fuel and bring him back. And he's like, oh, shit. I mean, nay, nay, I'm a horse. I mean, in That's all it. seriousness, that is a crazy thought. 
that they dump so much fuel and this horse is running up and down the plane at full speed, panicked, don't know, doesn't know what's happening. My thought, that's a crazy thought, is that they could train a horse to be a jihadi. That would be insane. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, seriously, if they actually somehow trained horses to be jihadis, do you imagine how that would completely change the world? Would we? They, would they just start killing all the horses? Like, what would happen? I mean, we do train animals to try and do stuff, but there's been World War Two stories of yeah, bears but we don't. And stuff, we but don't it's... train animals to suicide bomb unless now I'm going to Google it. I mean, I know in the Middle East they did use dead animal carcasses for IEDs, but the animal is dead at that point. You know, it's not. So, like Russians actually train dogs to. Leave a timer detonated bomb on German tanks, but the dog was able to get away. But it was they eventually replaced it with impact detonation, so the dog was killed in the process. That's fucked up. Uh, yeah, Apparently, that's... a lot of animals have been used for bombs. I'm not surprised. Horrible. Well, this bat leads bombs, in, dog bombs, pigeon this bombs. This leads into well, of course, these big companies do tests on animals, even though they just say they don't. There is a lot that do. I mean, yeah, there's probably a lot of nefarious shit going on in the background these days that we don't even know about. A lot of horrible, horrible stuff. Fun times, eh? Great time to be alive. Yeah, most certainly. There is this trend I just heard about that's on, I think it's on TikTok. It's called vabbing. I'm going to read the definition of vabbing. It's basically where you wear your vaginal fluids as perfume. You put your fingers inside yourself, dab your juices on your wrists, neck, behind the ears, wherever you'd normally put perfume. People talking about it on TikTok wrecking the pheromones from your pussois is what they said. That's the word they use, pussois. <laughs> will help you attract partners, and they swear by it. They forget that they're women. Men will just, if there's a women, woman in the vicinity, it's like, I want to be with her. I like her. Because yeah, she is a woman. I don't think the smell of that is, you know, That's like not, you just said. There's, man I is like, doubt there's uh, pheromones. Uh, a man is just like, ape. Oh, hot if, woman, if I had, see, I go. Not, oh, I smell vaginal juice, I go. Like, if there was actually pheromones to it, we would have an epidemic oh, yeah. of men getting caught sniffing right up women's vaginas. But Pooch-nay. we're not. We yeah. don't. It's not a thing. So that's just really gross and unhygienic. That'd be like me, and I don't need to explain any further. Everyone can imagine it, and that would be super gross. I doubt that would attract anybody. In fact, that would probably push people away because they would be like, Ew, why do you smell like you're a men's room bathroom at the YMCA? I don't know. That It's such a weird thing to come across. I... Actually, forgot about it. I heard about it too, like two about a year and a half ago, and I was like, "There's no oh, way." Oh, so this is going around for a while. Oh, now, this then. this is yeah, it's not new. Well, relatively, uh, I don't, I I don't know how how like how do you even talk about it? Because there'd be a lot of dudes that won't know what that smell is. They'd be like, "What the fuck? What is that?" You know, they don't. It's well, I looked up the origin. Yeah, like, so yeah, yeah. vabbing first made waves. Uh, November 2018 on an episode of the Secret Keepers Club podcast hosted by comedians Carly blah 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 and Emma blah blah blah. A previous episode's tale about a friend who used his ball sweat as cologne inspired an intriguing listener to produce her own farmed tail perfume after she double tapped the puss. 
The <laughs> that was in quotations. That's what she said. The experiment produced overwhelmingly positive results, and the listener turned all of her friends onto the practice, which they dubbed vabbing. What the fuck? Because, like, again, <laughs> ball sweat. No. If I were to do that, I would have even less of a chance of meeting women. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure ball sweat is not the way to go. <sighs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Really am I getting crazy. old? Is oh. that what it is? Am I just get? Am I not hip with the kids anymore? Am I just oh, too old listen, for this world? Listen, I get where they're coming from because I mean, if you look at just Lambert, nature, have you been putting your ball sweat on your neck? Is that oh, how course. you met? No, but if you wow. look at Good nature, this—that's the way the natural world works. Dog sniffs each other's assholes. It's just, it's just the way it is. And they do dances to, to catch your prey. Now, why... Whoa, 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 whoa. Who does dances to catch their prey? <laughs> Where the fuck is that from? No, I, I meant to get their mate, not prey, but... Okay, I was gonna say that's a really weird way to hunt. It's like it's like couple couple antelope are looking up. Uh, the lion is dancing. Yeah, the lion's dancing. Is there any point to this? We should we should go see what the hell's going on. If the lion's just dancing, I'm sure this is perfectly fine. I'm sure there'd be no problems with us going to see why that lion over there is dancing. Or like a fucking hawk or something is just dancing in the field, and the mouse is like, I feel like I want to go join that hawk. I'm sure this won't go terribly for me at all. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, please I, continue on your tangent. So I'm just saying, I I get where they're coming from in terms of animals, but us as humans, that just seems very odd. Now I have heard, well, not I have heard. It's more I read stories on Reddit, and while let's be really, don't know if these stories are legit at all. And basically, there was this couple, and the dude was saying how he liked the smell of his woman's. Parts. So I don't know. It's a it's a very odd one. Anyway, that that Reddit post he was kind of trying to he was trying to suggest that once you find your mate, your soulmate, you like every smell of them, and he's basically trying to get to the point that you get attracted on another scale or something weird. I don't know. Well, after some googling, I learned that pheromones are. Not only in our sweat, but it's also contained in our saliva and urine. So, technically, there is pheromones in our ball sweat. But then I saw urine. So, maybe we should start our own trend where we just pee on our hands, rub it on our necks and wrists, and see how well my pee attracts potential uh, mates. Uh, At this point, I may as well try anything to meet women because you know, it just ain't happening. Bro, if you do that, I'll pay, I'll pay probably 50 bucks and you'll come back to me in two weeks and tell me how it went. I really don't want my pee on myself, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> your your mom or something comes in and you, he, she's like, yo, what's going on in there? Oh, I'm just peeing on my hands. Don't worry. Good. Okay. I was worried this was going in a much darker direction. Oh, no. Oh, son. What's that smell? <laughs> No, no, you're doing that now. That's not me. Why do you? Why? Why do you smell? I, I thought you were going in that direction at first. Is what I was you worried like about. Smell like your dad. Like, what? <clears throat> Ew. <laughs> the, the, so basically, my dad peed on me. Then at that point. Oh my. <laughs> why do you smell like your dad? Uh, okay, let's not, let's not get into that. Mom doesn't need to know about my extracurriculars with my father. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, like that's just. But it makes you wonder, does it work? 
I don't know, and I will never test it, because that just seems like a terrible idea to me. I am not ever going to put my own pee or ball sweat anywhere else on my body than where they already are. I do, though, have a new commercial to get really pissed off at. This will be short, though. Yeah. Cool. It's it's Once again, as I've talked before, there's an epidemic of gambling ads here in Canada, and this is just another one. But this one is that they have Frankenstein in the commercial. So what do you think for going on with Frankenstein, Lamb Jazz? You want the realistic version of what I'm thinking or the what do you, ad version? Whatever works for you, man. What do you what, what do you think he's doing in the ad? In the ad, I'm I'm getting life insurance or car insurance or something weird. Or well, there's a hint earlier where I said it was a gambling commercial. Oh no! So it's a gambling. And he wasn't even gambling though. Oh. The really crazy thing is he's just walking around. You've seen all the games showing up or whatever. Frankenstein's there, ready to fucking make some money, I guess. And the bright lights aren't freaking him out and making him kill everybody. But at the end, they do their little jingle. And I'm not going to say it because fuck this company. But basically, they play the jingle that says the name of the company and all that. And Frankenstein is dancing to it. He's super <laughs> excited for gambling. I'm like, <laughs> why? Why? Why is Frankenstein here? Why is he excited about gambling? Why Frankenstein does he... doesn't give a shit about gambling. Why? He's got far bigger things to worry about. Why does he need to be in this ad? Why? Why? He is com- Frankenstein is completely unnecessary. That's my point. And not only that, but he's excited and dancing. Why? Why do we need Frankenstein for this? What about Frankenstein says, yeah, gambling? Oh, that, that, that alone Nothing. is a very big mystery to me. I'm- <sighs> like, these people are insane. It's like they take, they smoke a whole bunch of crack, and then they come up with their commercials. Because there's just some awful ones out there. And that was one of the weirdest. That and... Random Elvis impersonator just singing at a guy and handing him a cell phone. If a, <laughs> if a, if a fucking, like, if a, if a Elvis pers- impersonator sat on a bench behind you and handed you a cell phone, I don't think my first reaction would be to get excited for gambling. No. I'm like, what the uh, fuck is uh, going on right now? <laughs> oh my God. What did you do on this cell phone, sir, and why are you giving it to me? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so... Amazon and all that and Black Friday's coming up. So I was on Amazon like the corporate pig I am and I saw a really good deal, okay? That makes me sad. I saw a deal and I was like, you know what, whatever. I've wanted to get this for a while, so might as well. All it was, okay, is moisturizer. Okay? A reason I didn't get it in the is just from my like hands or whatever and my face okay this is this mm-hmm. is exactly why i'm talking about it so i get it because usually in pharmacies or whatever it's like 15 16 17 dollars or something amazon was like 10 bucks i was like you know what fuck it. whatever so that's because amazon abuses anyone and everyone that sells on their website yeah basically but i i i gotta save money i'm a student right but here we go. So Understandable. Um, uh, automatically when I tell people, they automatically are thinking it's for my penis and my ass. So I'm thinking, <laughs> That's the joke. why is this? How, why are <laughs> men not allowed to buy moisturizer? And why does it have to be sexualized? <laughs> That's why you have to be the trendsetter. 
Because that's just the stereotype that Americans created because Americans are obsessed with circumcision and now it's like that's just the way they can't do it without moisturizer or whatever. Not here to talk about my own penis because it doesn't matter. Nobody needs to know about my penis. But you know what? In my car, I've got hand moisturizer as well. My hands get dry and it's good for your skin. No, but why is it automatically when I tell someone it switches to, oh, what are you doing without moisturizer? (laughs) Because it's all a joke. That's just it, though. Everyone's just going to joke with you. I know, but like, it's oh, just, I thought it was jazz. funny. Yeah, Jacking was... away, eh? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, why? Why? Because, I mean, I made that joke as soon as you told me that, too. Exactly. So I just, you hear a woman again, then no one makes a joke. That's because women don't need it for anything sexual. <laughs> Well, except in their asses, I guess, but again, we're not <laughs> We're not going to get into that, that, bro. All right, all right. I think it's time. You've had enough go. of this shit today? Got, yeah, no, the fucking moisturizer. No, no, yeah. Send me You're over. done? You've already used the moisturizer? And yeah. You're, just, you're, you're done? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, if you've enjoyed the show, please do us a favor. Give us five stars on whatever uh, you're listening to us on. If you can leave a comment, comments are great, too. That help us out, help us get up there, and someday make this a big thing where we can talk about our penises and lube for our asses to a much wider crowd. And so if you have any world problems you want us to tackle, you can email us at solvingnoneoftheworldsproblems at gmail.com or just email. Tweet us or X us. I'm going to call it Twix from now on. Twix us. <laughs> Twix us at Snotwip. S-N-O-T-W-P. And I think that's everything I got. You anything before you want to say goodbye to the fine folks there, Lamb Jazz? Uh, yes. I wanted to say nothing. Okay, then. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Have yourselves a great day. Bye. Bye.